Hello, and thank you for joining us for our third episode of Trans Matters. I'm Adam. I'm Corinne. And uh, this episode is going to be a little bit more lighthearted, but definitely not safe for work, not safe for people under 18. Um, Listen at your own discretion. We say the fuck word. (laughs) So there we go. Um, (laughs) So I had a couple of questions uh, that I was thinking about. Um, One of them is, what is or what was your favorite item of clothing you bought when you started transition slash presenting as your gender? Okay, item singular makes things a little difficult. I love dresses. I love skirts. I own more skirts and dresses than I own anything else. Think I own one pair of pants. I don't particularly care for pants. But, um, no. My favorite thing I've bought was... It was the first shirt I bought when I started presenting. It was the first, quote-unquote, women's shirt I bought. And it's a simple baseball tee graphic, and it's got uh, Toothless, the dragon from How to Train Your Dragon, silhouette, kind of a galaxy print, and it just reads, always be yourself, unless you can be a dragon, then be a dragon. And I I love it. I love it so much. It's, it's the first thing. It's my favorite thing. So when I first started Transition, I... I think I mentioned this before, I got to live as a male for a year without hormones before I could get the letter to get hormones, and it was a joyous time. Uh, But as far as articles of clothing, I would have to say it was in the, like, young men's section of uh, Marshalls or TJ Maxx, and it was this black v-neck curly shirt, and um, I had a binder, and just wearing it, it I don't know, it just felt amazing, and it, like, it fit perfectly, it made me look more streamlined, um, it was just awesome, and you said singular, uh, clothing, which is what I did ask for, um, so that would be it, singular-wise, what would you say outfit-wise? Outfit-wise, I own so many dresses, I'm a really big fan of flared skirt, empire waist dresses, they fit my curves. I've got curves now. Curves are wonderful. Which we'll go into more because that was that was one of my later questions. Um, but yeah, so dresses obviously your thing <laughs> to say the least. Uh, for me, it was when I got to buy my first suit. It was awesome. Like, I just liked the way that it fit. I like trying on all the different, like, there was the regular fit, the slim fit, the more fitted fit. Like, I, I don't even quite understand what the different fits were, but they there was a difference. And uh, just getting to have, like, my first suit. Because, like, I would buy boy clothes, quote-unquote boy clothes, before I tra- transitioned, um, mainly in high school. But I had to hide them. Uh I remember distinctly going to Walmart and I had bought um a pack of uh boxers and I uh I had to hide that I had those um but it eventually came out that I had them and they magically disappeared so it was a sad day but being able to just go and buy male clothing and not have somebody like chastise me for it is amazing in itself let alone have a suit, I, I felt like a grown-up. <laughs> so, um, the next question that I had is, uh, your favorite part 
um, of presenting as your gender when it comes to hormones. So those secondary sex characteristics. I, my favorite part has got to be the fact that I look in the mirror and I don't hate what I see. I'm not disgusted by the image there because I, I'm happy to be who I am now. I've got curves. I've got boobs. Boobs are nice. It's one of the perks of being bisexual is the fact that you can look in the mirror and go, damn, that is hot no matter how you look at it. <laughs> I don't share the same sentiment when I look in the mirror, but uh, I I have to say I could not wait to get facial hair. I think like I had my first shot of tea and I was like, is it there yet? Um, which I realize that's not how these things work, me as an intellectual, but um, I, I just couldn't wait. And I think like I started to get more like peach fuzzness and then I shaved that like and I I don't know I guess I thought that maybe it would grow in faster or thicker if I did it that way shaving contrary to popular belief does not make it grow in faster or thicker it just cuts off the tapered ends and so it doesn't come down to a fine point it's just blunt and dark I know this because I have to shave on a freaking regular basis and that that I hate more than anything you see, when I get it, the only time that I get annoyed with having to shave is if I haven't shaved and I have like beyond five o'clock shadow or even five o'clock shadow and I wear shirts, I wear certain shirts and I, and they at some point get caught on that like five o'clock shadow scruff, whatever. You get Velcro chin. Yes. And nobody warns you about that. And it's annoying, and it ticks me off. <laughs> hey, even if you're born as a guy, they don't warn you about Velcro chin. It sucks, regardless. They actually... Also, nobody warned me about getting a hairy ass or a hairy back. I knew about the chest. I thought that my brothers were just unlucky with a hairy back, but inherently, I guess, pretty much everybody gets it, unless it's in your genetics I didn't but we're not talking to you (laughs) but um you know nonetheless when I get frustrated with that I'm like wait there was a time when I didn't have this and when I couldn't have this and and then I'm just like oh I'm still very happy about this um so definitely facial hair and that's still one of the things that I like most and I like it because facial hair can give you a jawline when you never had one before (laughs) and i still don't um so describe and i think that you that you already kind of did this describe an outfit that makes you feel the most confident as your gender uh past or present seeing dresses are great dresses are wonderful but finally getting to try on and wear out in public swimsuits Hmm swimsuits believe it or not are like the one thing that is so ungodly gendered that you couldn't possibly wear this if you are not the correct gender to the point that i can go swimming and nobody questions anything and it feels amazing yeah i uh for me it's it was the suit but also after top surgery just being able to put on a shirt and that's it 
Like I didn't have to put on a binder. I didn't have to put on previous to transition a bra. I didn't have to put on all these additional like layers uh, to make myself appear more flat chested. I didn't have to wear a hoodie that was baggier. Like I just got to put on a shirt and it was the most amazing thing in the world. And every once in a while I still, and I had my surgery almost five years ago now, I still put on a shirt and I'm like, wait, this is all I have to do? I don't have to do anything else? See, I'm quite the opposite. The fact that I have to wear a bra out in public now is a huge deal for me. Yes, it is still very nice to be able to come home and just throw it off after work. It is great to lay around in pajamas and pretty much just wear a big old t-shirt and panties and just hang around the house, and that is great. But the fact that I have to put all this effort into going out in public is reassuring. Inconvenient, but reassuring. Yeah, I just love that literally I can roll out of bed, put on a shirt, put on some basketball shorts, and that is perfectly acceptable by society to wear out in public. And that could also be what you wear to bed. But I, it's just, it's so amazing. And men's clothing is so much more comfortable. Oh my gosh. Say what you will. I'm not going back to wearing jeans. <laughs> you can't make me wear pants again. So, so the next question that I had is, uh, who has it better, men or women? And there's multi-levels to this. I want to start off with, uh, in the workplace, one of the first things I noticed as presenting as a man and being a man is that uh, when it comes to lifting heavy objects... I instantly was selected, whereas previous to that, when I was presenting as a female before transition, um, nobody asked me to move anything. <laughs> See, I never got that myself. I never got out of doing the heavy lifting because I'm six foot four. I, I'm big. I'm bigger than all of the men at work <laughs> as well. And in, mind you, I usually don't get asked to move things, I get asked to move people. Uh, Corinne, this man is being belligerent. Can you get him out of here? Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> I can do that very, very easily. Yeah, I would, when I was working security, uh, you know, if there was a female security officer or a male security officer, you know, me being the male security officer, they would ask me, go deal with this uh, this guest who is very intoxicated and saying horrible things um, and and help get them out of wherever they were. Um, whereas, you know, the female officer, you know, they, they, they kind of passed on that. Not to say that there weren't female security officers that didn't handle things and probably could handle some people better than I even could. Uh, but See, they were I, kind of passed over. I live for the day that... Somebody says something stupid to me. <laughs> I want to be there for that day. <laughs> the song So What by Pink became my anthem because na 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 na, I'm going to start a fight. Yeah, I, um, the other thing that I notice is that given certain circumstances and, and what it was, if it came between two people, if it was a male and a female, again, depending on the circumstances, they would believe me, the male, over the female. Um, unless it was, not that I've been in this circumstance, but when I've seen other people in this circumstance, unless it 
was regarding any sort of like sexual assaults and and i think that you mentioned this as well that anything to do with abuse or assault women are seen as frail and fragile and must inherently be the victim in any situation and uh that's the other interesting thing too um when i've talked to some of my uh trans friends who are male that um when that that had kids previous to transition they're now actually having a hard time getting custody of their kids because they they're viewed as male but not just male but as trans male and you know that's that's a whole different rabbit hole to deal with uh but it's interesting that if they had if they had kids with a female partner um that the female partner would kind of automatically get custody before they would it it just seems funny that society on the whole is if you want to succeed you have to be a man but no 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 not like that don't be a man like that (laughs) yeah i um i've also noticed uh with when it comes to relationships uh with amanda how differently we were treated because uh before we were treated as a same-sex couple we would get the stares we would get these sort of like glaring looks people whispering um people saying horrible things because we were a same-sex couple um it it wasn't necessarily fun or good but then as soon as i started looking male and presenting male and then sounding male they completely changed now all of a sudden oh you guys are such a cute couple da 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 and i was just like this is weird at first i was looking around i'm like who are they talking to and amanda's like oh they're talking to us because we're now a straight presenting couple and i'm like that's both awesome and terrible all at the same time when the first relationship i was having when i started presenting i was with a woman, but I still looked pretty masculine, and so everywhere we went, we were considered a straight couple, mm-hmm. even though we definitely weren't. And now, uh, I mean, my most recent ex was a man, but I pass significantly more feminine, so I'm still being seen as a straight couple. I don't know what it's like to be seen as a, a as a homosexual relationship in public. Well. I mean, I'm not saying all the time uh, it was bad, but there was a lot of times that you could just tell that people were really uncomfortable. Like, for instance, we went shopping for um, for Amanda's prom dress, and I was going to wear a suit to prom. And it was before transition and everything. And uh, Amanda, we went into the store, and uh, they're like, oh, what are you looking for? And Amanda's like, oh, I'm looking for a prom dress. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking for a suit. Uh, and they're like, so what about the guys that you're bringing as your dates? And I'm like, she is my date. <laughs> that's that's why we're color coordinating and I'm here with her. And we came together holding hands uh, you're just gal pals <laughs> exactly and we just kept saying no we're going together because they kept saying well you know if you're if your boyfriends or the guys that are going with you need to rent something you know they can come here as well and we'll help them match the colors i'm just like we're going together 
So needless to say, we left and we did not purchase anything there. And it was a store that was in the Fashion Square Mall, which is going downhill. And they also, too, went downhill. So I have the last laugh. I've I've gotten similar, not quite the same uh, issues with an ex, I, with a girlfriend at the time. I was shopping, shopping for some of my first female feminine clothes, and when she went to help me in the changing rooms, we both walked over there together, and one of the store clerks stopped us and said they didn't want us both in a changing room together. And so she directed me to go in alone, and the store clerk stared at me as I walked into this changing room with skirts, dresses, and the like. And it was uncomfortable. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, In high school, when I was dating a girl, and obviously before transition, I... we got to go into changing rooms all the time, which was like the only time that we really got to be alone after it became known to our parents that we were dating, um, which is kind of funny because we would go in the changing rooms and make out and stuff. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> and I'm the one who hasn't done that. <laughs> I'm not saying it was... Well, it wasn't bad. But anyways, (laughs) it's kind of funny to think about, like, nobody gave us a second glance, you know. But if two guys went into a changing room, that just was not going to happen at all. But two girls all day, like, uh, we didn't even go in there with clothes once. It was ridiculous. That's because women are allowed to have friends for whom they are affectionate. That's a thing. Guys aren't allowed to show emotions. You need to stop smiling right this instant. That's true. I... I <laughs> it, I have to watch sometimes how I react to certain things because it's just, and it was more so at the beginning of my transition, I'm like, oh, is this a male response to things or is this a female response to things or is this a gender neutral response to things? <laughs> I'm so glad I get to show emotions. I get to react to things now. I, yes, I'm fully aware of how big I am, but I get to be goddamn cute. (laughs) Which I take it you're excited about. (laughs) All my life, all I ever wanted was to be cute, and nobody would let me be cute. Guess the fuck what? (laughs) I was the opposite. I did not want to be cute. I did not want to be adorable. I wanted to... I, I kind of had, like, the complex that my cat has. Like, I wanted to be feared. <laughs> and, and damn it, I just because I'm 5'8 and whatever, I, I am not adorable. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Believe me, I like to be feared. I will be feared and loved as though I were a god. <laughs> also, a cat mentality. <laughs> but, uh, it's just... It's crazy to see the difference on on both sides of how women are treated versus how men are treated. I know even when it comes to going into work that it's still very prevalent that depending upon the job, men will be picked over women every single time. Or, or women won't even be considered. Yep, it's happened a couple times now. I'm an accomplished heavy equipment mechanic. used to work for the U.S. military. And now I can't get a job in most garages because anytime I apply for the job, they're not really looking for women or 
they at least discourage me heavily from applying because it's just a boys club. Which, it's amazing because I, I know that they probably, in a roundabout way, say it without outright saying it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lord forbid they actually tell me that they're not hiring me because I'm a woman, because then you can open up an unholy shitstorm of discrimination. Which I wish that I had done that to somebody, because I had applied for a cleaning job, and um, when I applied, they're just like, oh... Uh, we don't want men in people's houses cleaning. People don't want men cleaning in their house. They're only comfortable with women. And I'm like, so you're not even gonna consider me because I'm a man? And they're just like, no, we're only looking for, for women to clean houses. I, before I started man my transition, I still back when I was presenting mail, I was outright denied a job working. It was a retail job at a sex toy shop. Go figure. But I was willing to work late nights Mm -hmm. and they refused to hire me because nobody wanted to buy their sex toys from a man. Hmm. I guess I never thought of that before, but yeah, any, any sex store that I've been into, I don't think no, there's only been one guy that I've seen, and that was at the Fair Villa off of OBT. Ah, see, I... You know, I was going to say there's only been one guy that I've noticed, but I can't say that for certain. <laughs> I might be entirely wrong as to their gender, and I do feel bad about that. <laughs> like, I, I know this guy, that this person was a dude, you know, used male pronouns when... I'm not even sure what the conversation was, but I know that he was a guy. Um, and I think he now thinking about it, I think he's the only guy that I saw in a, in a sex toy shop. Um, that's really interesting. Uh, you don't see a guy selling you lingerie. That's also true. Mind you, I wouldn't want a guy in Victoria's Secret selling me lingerie or measuring me because well, one, he has never had to wear a bra in his life and has no idea what I'm looking for, but... Maybe he has worn a bra. You don't know his life. <laughs> I don't know his life. Man who works in Victoria's Secret, if you were at some... If you have at some point worn a bra, I do apologize. <laughs> so, um... What was the other thing? Oh, um, when it came to before transition, I had applied for like a moving company job, wasn't even considered. Nobody even called me back for that. And I think I now know why. But it's, it then brings me to the big question that I have, who has it better, men or women? Just as an overall whole. Again, well, I can't give you as an overall whole Mm -hmm. no i can give you as an overall whole men have it better your clothes are cheap you have to wear fewer of them most things are catered to men men have a significant amount of privilege Mm -hmm. in general there are a lot of things that are directed towards women but there there's a reason there isn't there's a reason the men's rights movement is laughed at because you kind of have it made. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all pretty pretty much there. I uh 
I would have to say unanimously men have it better. Like, even just in the clothing thing. I can go get a pack of underwear for, like, $10. And it has, like, five pairs, sometimes seven. And it's stupid cheap. I go shopping with Amanda for underwear. It's, like, $7 for one pair. And it lasts just as long. Oh, yeah. But... I was going to argue in favor of cute women's underwear, but no, you're right. That's some, that's bogus nonsense. Or undershirts. Like, she'll get, uh, what are those things called? The Camisoles. Yes, camisoles. Those things. She'll get that. One of those, the cheapest one I've seen was, like, at Walmart. I think it was, like, 3 or $5. I can go get a pack of undershirts for $10 and there's like 7 to the, 10 of them in there then then you're shopping in the wrong places I bought a pack of 4 of them for 5 bucks and... well I hope Amanda hears this <laughs> I bought upon finding out that I could buy 1 pack of 4 of them for 5 bucks I bought 3 packs of 4 hmm. but yeah the, uh, the underwear thing for sure also uh, when you go out like like I had previously mentioned, I can just wear basketball shorts and a shirt, and that's, like, perfectly fine in pretty much every setting, unless it's, like, a formal setting or semi-formal or business casual. I, I have to put effort into going out. I have to make sure my hair looks at least relatively presentable, minimum four layers of clothing, most likely, including bra, panties, whether or not I'm wearing a dress or a top and skirt set. Uh, I have to constantly worry about whether or not I've got stubble showing through, but that's not something cis women have to deal with. That's just me. Yeah, I, uh, I could shave, I could not shave. The only time that it matters if I shave is, like, if I was going for a job interview or if the place that I worked you know, required that you, like, look trimmed or at least kept in some capacity. But if I were, like, off work for a week, I could go the entire week without shaving and nobody would look at me sideways. See, if I was off work for a week, I could go the entire week without shaving. I would never be able to leave my house, but I could do it. It would also make me incredibly uncomfortable and I would never be able to look into a mirror. But again, <laughs> it's, I could do it. That's kind of, uh, brings me to my next thing. Do you feel that there is a lot more expectations of you as a woman from society, uh, than before transition? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so much more expectation. I mean, I, I love being cute but I'm fully aware I'm a giant and a mechanic. Default for me is butch. <laughs> but Lord forbid I do anything that isn't expressly and overtly feminine because then I'm not even trying. Mm -hmm. But if I put too much effort into being femme, I'm trying too hard and appealing to gender stereotypes. Mm. There is no middle ground. Where for as a as a male i feel like it's almost encouraged to fall into those gender stereotypes uh depending upon who you're talking to especially older generations you know um you not showing emotions not getting overly excited about things uh you know those are 
those are things that weren't necessarily hard for me to adapt to, but definitely something that was in the back of my mind and still is. Uh, like even when it came to going into work after I had learned that somebody who was close to me had passed away, I didn't want to talk about it until I was speaking with my boss about why I may have to miss a few hours of work uh, for the funeral. But um, her secretary asked me, oh, something looks like it's wrong. You're You're not like your happy looking self and then I just broke down crying and then in the midst of crying I'm just like oh my gosh should I be crying right now is this okay and I'm like I feel like this is a valid time to be to be crying in public this is directed to all men out there yes it is okay to cry you are okay to show emotions that is acceptable anyone who tells you otherwise is wrong and they can come talk to me which I completely agree with I just at the same time, I feel that it's still viewed that as a man, you shouldn't do that because that's a sign of weakness. And you're not sh- you're not supposed to show your weaknesses. Ever. At any time. You're not, but... <laughs> Which I hope does change, especially when it comes to when Amanda and I... If Amanda and I plan on having kids. Uh, because I would never want to put like this unnecessary pressure on them which we've I feel like we've all just come to accept that it's just a part of life I mean that's definitely the mood for the past couple years is god I wish things were different for sure especially politically but I think everybody feels that way, and if you don't, there's bigger issues at hand. Um, I think we've probably talked enough about ourselves for one night. Yes, uh, with that said, thank you for joining us for episode three of Trans Matters. This has been Adam. And Corinne. We look forward to you listening to our next episode. Stay safe out there.